Hola, mi gente, and welcome to another episode of Eight Three Banco Madres, where, where nothing's off the table. comadres. We are so happy to be coming to you in this brand new year, 2022. Back, <laughs> but as always, new year. Same comadres coming to you from beautiful old town Salinas, California, from Salad Bites Media Studios. And we're happy to start off our new year with a house full of guests. So, guest yes. number one, please introduce, introduce yourself. Hola, Ávila, owner of La Cantina Brewing Company. Yay. What up? Adrián López, owner of La Cantina Brewing Company. Tito Hernández, uno de los cerveceros en La Cantina. Nice. Tito. AKA hey. security too, right? <laughs> security. Bodyguard. Yes. Guardas So, for those of you who are fans of the podcast, know that Horacio is a no stranger to the Comadres. Mm -hmm. But we had to have you on because we always have our gente on when big things are happening. So, talk to us a little What's bit going about on? What's new? How you started your new year? <sighs> ¿Cómo te va? O sea, Wait, can we just start? Bien tranquilo. With, can, can we start Leve? with one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, we started. Our homie brought some gifts here for us. As <laughs> per usual. Tapatío siempre, they're really good hosts. So, yes. you're doing your mama proud. Good job. Right. Well, amigo, which thank one you, you want to start so us So, I brought with? you guys the, um, the new ones that you haven't tried. Last time I brought piñorita, tamarindo, I think I chabela, I think I brought mm -hmm. maybe a sour. I don't remember which one I did. But I, this one's, I bring you new flavors, new um, releases. So I got you a quarantine number two, which is a West Coast IPA, nice. which is a Galaxy. This will be our first pour. Then um, if you want, we can start doing with that. And then we introduce each beer as we pour it. I'm yeah, down. let's do that. All right. I'll so, crack it open. Can we do like okay. ASMR? ASMR. Yeah, watch. All right. <laughs> like, watch, 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 watch. Ay, wey. <laughs> Con estilo. <laughs> I kid you not, that shit puts me to sleep every time when I hear ASMR. Oh, yeah. Thank so hilarious. I can't listen to it. No. It freaks me out. Really? No, yeah. I just, it, I don't know what it is. Conmigo, it's just like, it puts me to sleep. I don't know. It freaks me out a little bit. I'm, I'm weird, just... but then I am a little okay. different, so. Yeah. Sure. So what's new for La Cantina? Um, we took a leap of faith. Thanks to... Um, a handful of people that believe in me. And uh, we went from homebrewers to actually um, owning, I think, one of the best spots in downtown Salinas. Ooh. We took over. Uh, Old Town Salinas. People want to call it downtown. Okay, cheers, guys. Yes. Cheers. 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 Yes. And my Coast. favorite um, cheers is salud, amor, dinero, y tiempo para disfrutarlo. Oh, yeah. Salud. Tell me about this IPA. Mm. Oh, it's I mean, good. It is a traditional IPA in the sense that you get the hop flavor yeah. and the forwardness of the beer, right? Yeah. And right when you take the first sip, you get that that hoppiness. So that's the first flavor that you get. Mm -hmm. And I like that it transitions into a little bit more of that bitterness as yeah. it sits on your tongue for a little longer. But it, yeah. it's smooth. like Yeah, for sure. Yeah. There we go. Oh, sorry, Cutting. guys. We've got a little interference there. So let but me just carry on. <laughs> yes. I was saying I really love that um, the hoppiness is the forward flavor that you get. And as it kind of sits on your tongue for a little bit longer, that's when the bitterness, I think, comes in. But, but it's not really too smooth. Not that. No, not it's smooth. It's, it's definitely yeah. an IPA, though, for sure. It's that if you don't get the bitterness, can you really call it an IPA? Yeah. Right? Yeah. So, yeah. I love that everything that I've had of yours is very true to form. Mm -hmm. Other people I have, they call it a Belgian wise, and you have it, and I'm like, mm, yeah, I don't 
feel if I'd call it a bit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. I, I, I see what you were trying to do, but all right, all right. Everything that I had of yours it's what you would expect of that style of brewing. So, Ineta, yeah. we always talk really highly of your stuff. We always say it's gonna, it's worth it. Eso sí. That's one yeah, thing for sure. for sure. I got mad at last time at my husband when he drank my beer from him and I, you gave us some. Mm-hmm. I got mad at him. <laughs> I was like, don't touch my beer. I'm like, what the hell is wrong with you? But anyways, this beer, tell us, can you tell us anything else about it? Or como pasó? Or no, but it's a... It's a um, a um, recipe that came up with when we were like lockdown, the first lockdown, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. when COVID hit. So I was not able to do any collaborations with uh, home fellow home brewers. I was bored in my apartment, <laughs> so I created out of that the that um period four recipes that I called them lock, uh, lockdown quarantine number one, two, three, and four. Okay. Um, the first one that I created actually I don't have it here. It will be here probably in a month or so. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's one of the crowd favorites, and uh, actually, it's a collaboration with Tito. Nice. Uh, he's here in the studio uh, from uh, Shock Life Brewing. Record thirty eight. Um, so that one is an imperial brown with with agave nectar. So Sweet. when we released that, when when we had it, we made a ten gallons, I think. Yeah, ten gallons. Ten gallons, and then that that went really fast amongst the home brewers. Then when we when I came became um. Uh, True Brewery but last year, I released it again, and then that took a hit. Like that brown, I released it in January, and I think it lasted a week. Oh wow! Yeah. So keep in mind, it's not your traditional brown; it's an imperial brown. Mm-hmm. So it's 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 a lot more yummy, and then it has the agave nectar. So that was yes. the first quarantine um, edition or lockdown edition that I did. So, nice. so that's how this quarantine number four came out of life. So you mentioned you touched on it for a little bit. You said when you became an official brewery. Mm-hmm. So talk to us a little bit about because we knew that was in the works. I yeah. mean, we from listening yeah. to the episode that you yeah. had with us, I mean, it was always it was very clear from that episode to me, at least that you had a vision for where you wanted to go with your company. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. And what always the end result wanted yeah. to be, which was a brick and mortar and to brew and to be, you yeah. know what I mean? Part of the the community. Exactly. And I remember you even saying you, you were open to like, you know, where that would happen. Yes. Right. You were yes. like, you know, yeah. Morgan Hill. And at the time, I believe you were brewing in Santa Cruz. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. You were brewing in Santa Cruz. So, yeah. So talk to us a little bit about. How did it all begin? Yeah. Where? I want to know. Well, how did that go to fruition? <laughs> From the homebrew story? No, no, we have that we story, that bro. Story, but we want to know. It... Go ahead. Okay, so. so <laughs> Comadre, go ahead. Last, last October 2020, mm-hmm. um, I met with Buena Vista Brewing Company. Mm-hmm. We knew each other of a, of a call that we did some, uh, sometime in, in the past amongst brewers and actually one of our one of my common friends said hey i got these guys that are buena vista let me help you introduce you and let's see what you can work out so that was not in my works right mm-hmm. my own my vision was only always opening the business on my own yes okay i met with these guys they were doing a, a brewery out of the in santa cruz small brewery 25 by 20 i think mm-hmm. no bigger than a garage little more a garage and we talked, and then um, they were open to the idea of them hosting me as a host brewing, mm-hmm. which is a legal term. And then with that meant that I can get my TTB license, my ABC license, 
and it will be sharing the cost of the brewery. It was a win-win situation okay. for, for both of us. Mm -hmm. But to be honest, um, I got to give him credit because if anything, it was a win-win situation for me. That was the step that I needed to do with the least investment for me to become, you know, legit. And you know what? This is exact. I'm glad that you started there because this yeah. is exactly what I wanted to talk about because I know that there are so many people out there because the craft brew scene is yeah. huge. Yeah. Yeah. And it's not just, I mean, we're so fucking lucky to be here in Monterey mm -hmm. County because the brewers that we have here that are homegrown brewers yeah. that are from here good. are awesome. Yeah, and great. then in the larger California area, I mean, from San Diego all the way up north, we've got some really fucking good We're breweries really here them, in California. Yeah. yeah. But and I know that, you know, I even have, you know, like friends of mine and stuff like that that, you know, are are, you know, doing their own brews and being home brewers and stuff like that. So how do you take it to the next step? So you were saying that the way that you were able to do that was really through relationships that yes. you created it's within the what brewing. What you know is who you know, basically, right? Community, right? Yeah, and more than that, you have to love what you do. And this is this 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 um, hobby I, I discovered by accident through yeah. a yeah, contractor, Joe Stalker. Yeah. You know, he comes mm -hmm. every day almost to visit me, and he's so proud of me. He always gets cheery, you know, telling me, you know, I can't believe it, you're doing this. But you have to have passion for what you do. If you don't, if you don't love it, you will not do this because Tito knows and he knows by experience brewing, what we're doing right now, tasting these beers, is the highlight. Or maybe this, maybe even this interview is a highlight. But behind this highlight, it's there's a lot work. of cleaning, there's yeah. a lot of physical work, there's <laughs> mm -hmm. a lot of planning, there's mm -hmm. a lot of long hours, there's mm -hmm. a lot of design. And it's hot, too. People yeah. don't understand. Yeah. Being in a brewery, está caliente. Es como estar, you know, hot like hours. a baker. Yeah. yeah. And it's it's not easy. You're going to be sweating. Yeah. So it's physically arduous. Yeah. And then you're putting yourself in a space that's not always the most comfortable mm -hmm. environment mm -hmm. to be in, necessarily. Yeah. People don't think about all that. It's they not an just easy think, job. No. Oh, no, it's so, we'll just brew and it'll be fun, and girls will like us. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> that's the first part, you know, 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 know yes. do what you love, and second, know what you're doing. You know, exactly. If you do, you do it right. If not, don't even try it out. But Spoken besides, like the a point, true fucking Mexican. <laughs> I know. But Is besides, you guys are talking like I want some more. I need a be, refill. Besides <laughs> that, you know, it's it's relationships. You know, I I'm always known to be a very social butterfly. You know, so like I said, no. I met these guys. <laughs> I met these guys. We worked out a deal. They took me under the wings in in a in a you know you know in a say. We started brewing, and then I keep in mind I opened officially. Not opened. I became and started brewing officially in 2019, November 2019, while COVID was 100 in place. Yes. Yeah. But you know, I just figure if I'm gonna do something about this brewery, this is the perfect time to do it. Because if I can't make it right now, mm -hmm. then Maybe I won't. Uh, maybe this is not my calling. But if I can make it right now, when everything's closed, when everything's limited, then maybe this is my calling. Yeah. So my to my surprise, December sold out. January sold out. We both sold out. Buena Vista and I sold out. Mm -hmm. I remember I, that. Yeah. I would even hit him up on the back line, like, "Yo, homie, it's, it's the home girl," yeah. and he was like, "We're sold out." And I'm like, yeah. "Motherfucker, oh, get me something on the side." Oh, like, <laughs> it was sold out, <laughs> bitch. I remember <laughs> at the beginning of the year when my father was having his heart problems and I was driving back and forth to yeah. Los Angeles to Southern California. I was like, "Get me the 
the collaboration that you did. I yes, that I Chavela. And I was like, come on. And you were like, no, I can't. I was like, bro, I'm your hype girl. Come on. Him. And you were like, I can't. Like, you don't understand. It's just not there. A bitch went, took her ass on a detour all the way to Bakersfield so that I can have I Chavela. And luckily, I was a pescatarian at the time. So I also partake your- in, oh my God, those were really good marisco. Yeah. Shout out to <laughs> Mr. Clamato. Yeah. Oh, you Mr. Clamato. Really good stuff. I don't yeah. eat that anymore, y'all. But to each their own. Yeah. <laughs> Pero cuando but si le entraba, good. le entraba duro, güey. Cool, cool, cool. <laughs> so then um, the year kept going, you know. Um, he, uh, Tito helped me over there, bro. My beers, and then uh, at some point I realized that because of the situation I was, I was, I was um, with them, that was not gonna be a long, long term to grow. It wasn't. It was too mm-hmm. small of a of a of a place. Um, basically, well, I was just doing pretty much wholesaling. There was no tap room, no nothing, mm-hmm. and it wasn't the vibe or what I you know envisioned. Mm-hmm. So I just, I mean, I almost said this a lot. I was just started th- speaking to the universe. This is what I want. This is yes, what I want. Yes, you got to do that. that sounds shit. like somebody I know. Yeah. <laughs> so then, Who told you to speak to the so, universe? Horacio? So then that's where this guy came in place, Mr. Adrian Lopez, which is my partner. He's been with me since day one. He's the one that first tried my first blonde, which I don't know if it was good or not, but he tried Adrian. It. Adrian, so Adrian. Bueno? He's been the real homie since day one with you, though? Uh, business side. Business side and the vicious side, yes. Yeah, yeah, and it was good. I, I liked it. You know, and Don't Horacio, lie, I'm just kidding. No, no, no. And Horacio is the type of, the type of person where... Every time, so at that time, I don't know how many, how many. Versions, that was my first. That was blonde. the very first. First blonde, one. yeah. Yeah, it, it, there was room for improvement, right? Yeah, of it course, was good. yeah. But I told him, I remember, I don't remember what I said at that time about that beer. And I was like, yeah, it's good, but, you you know, it needs this or it needs that. And then, I don't know, a month later, he's like, oh, you got to, here's the second version of it, try it. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, this is exactly what I told him it needed. And he did it. Mm-hmm. So yeah. whether or not. He listened. He listened, right? Yeah. So whether or not he did it for me. He makes everybody feel that way, right? When you try his beer, sometimes there's people, it's like, oh, you need to try this or you need to try that. He pays attention to stuff like that. And he watches people. It's detail. Yeah, and it's the de- mm-hmm. super detail-oriented. Yeah. So every time I tried his beers, you know, if there was a little bit of feedback that I could give him, the next time I tried it, he made it seem like he was making that beer just for me. Nice. You know? And he does that. Yeah, he does that with people. Like, I watch him, you know, we're hanging out and stuff, and I bring my friends over, and he pays attention, like he's super detail oriented, and that's what I was like, man, this guy's on. This guy's on to not one thing. Like he's he's on to it. He knows. Yeah. He knows what he's doing, exactly. and he knows how to kind of cater to people and watch people. You try his beer; he's just watching you to see what you think about his beer and how he can fine tune it and make it better. Yeah, for sure. Well, so Give yeah. me one quick sec. I feel like you're absolutely right. Horacio really does have that ability to make you feel as though he's really like catering to you, right? Which is something that I really, really enjoyed. And I'll I'll get into that a little bit more when we talk about the preview opening that happened earlier this month. But yeah, how how did you guys transition into becoming you know, friends and like the official taste testing crew. It's nice to meet you. I was part of that crew also. Um, (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, how did you guys transition into being more business partners? So, okay, so with that in mind, so he's been, you know, since the beginning, just like Tito. And then so he introduced me to his cousin in Senada. 
So okay. you guys don't know that I own a brewery in Ensenada, right? Well, your audience doesn't, yeah, but. Yeah. <laughs> well, doesn't, but people know that. But so, now they know. So now he said, you know what? Me, my cousin, whatever. So my first actual brewery, official brewery, is in Mexico, Ensenada. Mm -hmm. We launched everything. We took a bunch of gold medals over there. And when I took La Cantina the first year to to participate, which we won gold medals as La Cantina, he went with all his family, like 22 people, maybe 28 yeah. people went support me. And then I, I mean, I don't, I never, I had never asked you that question. I don't know when he changed his mind about me being a hobby and maybe potential, you know, money making machine or a, yeah. a partner or, or, <laughs> or maybe when he bought into my vision. Mm -hmm. I never asked that question. Actually, good question. So, a ver, Adrian, ahorita que te tenemos, you mm -hmm. know, entre confianza, we'll because you're here, like, oh, ya yeah, sabes, con las comadres. A little bit. When he was on the first show, he got me drunk, and I was like, I'm sorry. Again. No, I'm sorry. Don't, why are you I, sorry? We had to chill in Old Someone, Town for a little I bit. Know. We went to, a shout out to the Bearded Bean. <laughs> we went to the Bearded Bean to chill for a little bit today. things about that. Quarantine number two. This is the second one I came up when the lockdown. It's a double hazy IPA. Uh, very fruity, very floral, very smooth, 7.5%, made with Dr. Ruri Nasaka hops, which are New Zealand hops, very, very juicy. Nice. Yeah. So give me a cup. Okay, good, because I just chucked mine. <laughs> <laughs> You're not supposed to chug crap. I here. know, but I want this. This is, this one. is not course light. <laughs> Dude, what is that? Uh, natty Ice? Ooh, Natty Ice. Oh, my goodness. What's it called? Uh, one of my friends, that. he went. He doesn't really drink craft beer, and he drank some like of your like the beer on Friday there at the cantina. Which one? I don't know which beer he drank, but then he drank, and then he went to Excel también. Oops, sorry. I'm sorry. How's <laughs> that for ASMR? Mike. Well, good. Saludita again. Oh, yeah. salud. salud. Cheers. 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 Okay, so finish your story about your friend. Ooh, sorry. Go ahead. That's like everything you said. You really get that fruit flavor yeah, right in the, the beginning of it. And you're right. It's really, really juicy. You said these are New England hops? New England um, hops. Ooh, yeah. I like the hashtags. Nice. I really something. love I that. I like that. And then, of course, cultura in the can. I wonder who gave me that one. I uh, wonder. I'm telling you, you know, I should just consult for you at this point. <laughs> <laughs> I got a question for you about the cultura in the can. Yeah. Why did you give it to me? You know what? That was just off the cuff. And I love that about Comadres. Like, there have been several people who have came onto the show, not just businesses, but just, you know, other people. Um, and think will say something on the podcast that just happens very naturally and in the moment. And they're like, dude, I always, you know, think about that. Or, you know, that thing stayed with me. I had a listener reach out. Um, and very early on in the podcast, I said something about I was um, and I say this often in my personal life, but I don't ask the questions that I don't want the honest answers to. Yeah. So if I ask you the question, it's because I want you to be honest with me. Mm -hmm. And I had a listener reach out to me um, at the beginning of this year and say to me, like, yo, like, I heard you say that. And I really took that shit to heart. And I'm coming into the new year, like with with that really in mind, you know what I mean? So it's just little things like that that happen. And I love that about the nature of our podcast. And we always say that, you know, we want these to feel more like conversations and not like interviews. We want people that listen to it to be like, 
you know, getting ready or whatever in the morning and feel like they're just a fly on the like wall talking, talking to their favorite yeah. comadres or listening to a conversation, not necessarily having, you know, like a, a an interview necessarily, mm-hmm. you know. And when you do things like that, I feel like it just kind of flows. It's not something that like I had in my head and I was like, oh, this is just in my back pocket. I'm going to pull this ace out because a bitch keeps those. <laughs> I'm quick with the one liners. So we got a couple of those in our sleeve. You know what I mean? But that one just kind of came out. And I remember being super sassy about it and saying some shit like, oh, I'll give you that one for free, but you got to pay for the next one. Porque soy la Michoacán y así somos las cabronas. Well, my wife is from Michoacán. Ya ves, ya ves, ya, ya sabes. Arriba Michoacán. Pero toda la gente bonita de México. I'll drink to that. All right. So, Adrian. So, yeah, you asked me. So, and it wasn't that long ago, right? I mean, this all just kind of snowballed. This last year, early or late yeah, last, last year, year. Yeah. late twenty twenty one, twenty twenty two already. It just it just happened really fast. But Horacio and I have been hanging out. I mean, for a while now. We like you said, you know, we were in Ensenada years ago. And, <laughs> um, but I'm a realtor here in town too. I'm a local real estate agent. So nice. he called me when he got super serious. He was like, "Hey, I need a spot." So I had always been looking for spots for him. Mm-hmm. And then when we oh, were that's doing, a true homie. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, that's so, a true yeah. fucking homie. Yeah. when we were, we had the events in Morgan Hill. That's why he was thinking Morgan Hill, because I have an office in Morgan Hill. Mm-hmm. So I was like, you got Morgan Hill is perfect. Right? Yeah. Why, why was it perfect for me? Because the community just, they just loved his beer and everybody would just come together. Because like white folks love black and brown culture, yeah. yo. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, for sure. And they heard whenever we, whenever we held him in our office for the festivals, he was, we would get packed. We always had the most amount of people. We have the smallest space out there in Morgan Hill as far as, you know, the events, the the events go because we had a little office and everybody mm-hmm. else, you know, everybody else has the big restaurants or, yeah, yeah, you yeah. know, even the breweries down there, they're, they're massive. And we had the most amount of people in our, in our small space. And it was because everybody had already had his beer the year before or at a previous event. So the Gilroy just, event también. Oh, that, that was fun. Yeah. 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 The Vampiro. Oh, dude. That's, that's why like, she we'll, had the we'll Vampiro that. for the Sorry, first time. I get really excited. Yeah. I get we'll super get excited. We'll get yeah. So, so when he, you know, when he was getting a little, and I think I kind of pushed you a little bit too, yeah. right? Like towards finding a spot because I was, when I went to go visit him in Santa Cruz, I was like, you're, you're super successful here. Imagine what you could do where, you know, it's open, more open to the public, right? It's a better venue. So, and then hanging out with him, showing him spots, people that were, were showing starting, up. Yeah. yeah, people were showing up out of the blue. And I was like, who's this? Who's that? Oh, they just heard I was going to be out here, you know, looking at a spot. And they want to give me their two cents or they know the owner. Mm-hmm. Or I just saw the connections that he had. And I was just, I went home one day and I told my wife, I'm like, you know what? You had his beer. And she's like, uh, yeah, he, my wife doesn't really drink beer, mm-hmm. you know, but she could sit and drink his beer all day long. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I was like, you already like his product. You know him. I'm going to go. We got to do it. She's like, yeah, let's do it. So I thought she what was a good man. Be, he is. A, I asked, checked in with my wife well, from yeah, Michoacan I mean, I know, before. I mean, yeah, exactly. <laughs> he knows. <laughs> I already knew. Happy wife. Happy life. Right? Yeah, I told my husband that because he don't know that lingo yet. That's true. You got to show him. You know. Y luego. Y luego. <laughs> but that's where it all started. Like just hanging out and just seeing all the. At mm-hmm. first I was hanging out with him trying to help him find yeah. a spot. And then, you know, we talked about what it would take to open up one of these places. And I was like, you know what? I want in on this. Like, you and I can figure this out. Because at that time, he was like, we know, got to go find investors and, you know, who are who's going to help out with the money and stuff like that. And I was just like, no, we can figure it out. Me yeah. and you, let's figure it out. Yeah. 
And that's where it started. I love how, like, a lot of us, you know, como gente mexicana, I feel like once you know what you're going to do, like, todo eso lo del dinero and yeah. stuff like that, you're like, eso lo de menos, güey. Exactly. Like, yeah. we do so much with so little, yeah. and necessity is the mother of invention. So I yeah. just always feel like nosotros como raza, como gente, like, we just always get that shit done. And that's something that I love so much about our culture. And, um... I, I remember you guys you guys know um shout out to the homie Orlando or yeah. Sornio council yeah. member Orlando here in our the beautiful homie. city of Salinas este he's the owner of Torta Salcien mm -hmm. and I remember when he was featured on that um article for the USA Today about Latinos and small business and Latinos and dreamers specifically make up such a large majority of the new business that's really growing the American economy right now so as per usual we are hold we're the fucking backbone of the economy of this fucking country right yeah. and so like one of the things that i told horacio when you guys uh you know after the preview opening that you had was like you know this gentrification is happening you know and it's happening all over our country yep, like and so when things like this happen and people come into traditionally like black and brown cities and communities like salinas is not necessarily known for really anything other than you know kind of negativity right for the last past couple years i feel like that's been the rap that our city has taken and so like traditionally when people think about nightlife and things like that they think san jose san francisco and then when you're more local they think monterey you yeah. know like that's where people go out to have a nightlife but i think in the last particularly in the last five and in the last ten uh you know, five to 10 years, our old town has really been changing. And I love the fact that there are so many Latino owned businesses that are taking up space in a part of town that was traditionally excluded a lot of our gente. You know, our I, I love seeing cars cruising down South Main Street, like old school cars, like lowriders and stuff. Because we didn't cruise down Crusaders. Main Street. We cruised on East Alisal. Yep. You know what I'm saying? And then after that, it was North Main Street. Like, this was not where we cruised. Like, not black and brown folk. You feel, you feel me? So, like, for you guys to be part of that change that's happening and to not have it be gentrified by outsiders, but having Rasa come in and be part of that change in the culture, I feel like is so fucking important, man. Like, I love that for you guys i love 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 to see it and the communities made it super easy for us too i mean it's it's crazy how that's one of the main reasons we're here it was, it, i mean it was just so easy for us everything we've done no you're skipping the part of, of the struggle part <laughs> well, well i mean no, i'm no, sure but, we'll but get to that for he's, sure he's right but uh touching on that subject about you know you know community and helping each other yeah. uh, there's a there's a there's a saying in spanish that goes Lo peor que puede pasar a un mexicano es otro mexicano. Mm. And I never been like, I never been the type of person that that likes that. And I seen it happen, you know. Us Mexicanos can't see the other neighbor building a better house because we either want to tear it or build another one better, right? Yeah. yeah. But with, with Buenavista, when I met him, we had the same idea um idea that we should have more, you know, Mexican Latinas, whatever you want to call it breweries or brewers come together and help each other out so they helped me out mm -hmm. when uh, at the middle of the helping me out a hill cyber came in another mexicano and then we never competed you know we're three mexicanos in one tiny spot right um 
but I wasn't the worst part that happened to them or vice versa or to Hillside. So we help each other. So it's kind of like the same thing that he did with me. You know, he's like, I'm going to help you. And then um, we just did it, you know, and we knocked a couple of doors, you know, other little cities that they were not as welcoming or, or as, you know, whatever. But the main thing I want to give him credit is like every time a, a, a door closed for me, I was getting aging and impatient. And, 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 mm -hmm. and he kept saying, me, don't worry about it. The next one's better. And for the most part, the next one that we went to see, it was better. But we found one that I really liked that I was like, this is it. You know, this is it. And when we lost that, I was really upset. Mm. And he's like, don't worry. The next one will be better. And I'm like, how? That and one was then, perfect. And then two <laughs> weeks later, the deal from downtown Salinas comes in by mm -hmm. a friend. I'm glad that you didn't go anywhere else because if well, you guys would have ended thing. up in Morgan Hill, thing. I would have been sad. This is the thing. This is the thing. <laughs> Me and Tito talk about it maybe like half a year ago because we seen that the, the place was closed. Mm -hmm. And I'm thinking, there's no way I can make that happen. And he went like, this could, could be a good spot for, for La Cantina, mm -hmm. right? He, he told me that, Tito. And I'm just kind of brushed it off because, like, it's downtown Salinas. It's the 100 block, the block. Yeah. The so I'm block, like, there's yeah. no way this can happen, right? This is my, you know, my, not, whatever it is. But when my friend, Sergio Torres, texts me, say, hey, it's going for sale. August 3rd, I was here August 4th, met with the landlord, met with the previous owner, told Adrian, we're going Salinas, mm -hmm. and then I go, so. So, so how did that happen? Was it a pocket listing? Was it, no, and, they, and I'm they, going all, I'm going all real estate terms yeah, on no, you there. No. Like, it wasn't even listed. It I wasn't got even it listed. got listed. Nice. Yes. And then he See, listed it. it happened for a reason. And then he listed it somewhere else, Um. Um. and then, and then there was a couple of people, local people that wanted to go mm -hmm. in it. But the, I mean, this is a pub. This is public, and this is not even a, a secret. The only reason we got it is because people were coming for the brewery, but not mm -hmm. for the restaurant. People mm -hmm. came for the restaurant and not for the brewery. And got when you. Frank offered it to me, I said, "Don't worry about it. I'll take it both." Got and we you. took it. I'm not. I'm not an expert in restaurant, mm -hmm. but I'll figure out. <laughs> exactly. Eso no de menos. And then he was a hundred percent right because this deal. It was a thousand better than the last deal. Mm -hmm. So he kept me going, you know? Yeah. And so we, we were able to close it and secure by October, and then now we're open. Wow. That's so badass. Yeah. I'm October so... 7th. Yeah, we got our keys October 7th. Yeah. 7th. And, then, and I know my other our other partner's not here. It's mm -hmm. uh, Vines and Pines. Mm -hmm. you know? they, they, they own Vines and Pines in Gilroy. Right? Okay. So that was... They were part of You've the, had a couple events there too, right? In Gilroy? Yeah. yeah. How do you? Yeah, because I'm like I I feel like I follow them because of you. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. <laughs> so quick story about them. Uh, Jorge Segura and uh, and then Jen mm -hmm. um, met me here at an event in Salinas. They didn't know nothing about me, and Jorge fell in love with the guava. The guava uh, is oh, amazing. Yeah. So uh, since day one, he fell in love with me and the brewery and the and the guava, and we became friends. Mm -hmm. True friendship, no business whatsoever. And then they invited me, and then he always promoted me. He always read with the Wawa. And then we started doing events in the gear because of them. And then when we needed a bit of help, I'm like, hey, can you help? Yeah. And I said, absolutely. That's my that's the, the theory that I always say, you know, people, when they, they're going to help you, they, you have to ask once, and then they'll help you. Yeah. You have to, you have to beg. So they were, like, very willing to help. It was no-brainer for them because they believe in the product. 
So, so so they we came all together, and then now we're here. I love how your story, even how you got into brewing, has yeah. always been like relationships and friendships mm-hmm. and things like that. And like, I'm a big believer that oh like God. whatever it is that's meant always to happen in this universe for anybody, it's gonna happen. You know what I mean? Like you, as long as my dad has a saying, he always says, you know, the only two things you need to do is show up and be honest, Mm -hmm. show up where you're supposed to be. Don't be getting yourself into places you're not supposed to, you know, so show up and then just be honest, be honest about how you feel, be honest about what you want. And if you do those two things and like, you know, like things are not going to be perfect, but things will go well enough for you. Right. Exactly. And so I really feel like, you know, the story is really just a lesson of that. If you were just like, you know, I'm going to show up to all of these brewing events because that's what drives me. That's my passion. And when people, you know, give me their feedback, I'm going to honestly accept that and listen to people. And, you know, you were able to grow your business and your brand into what it is now. So hats off to you for that. How amazing. To them too, you know. Yeah. And and then we haven't haven't talked about Tito, uh, but um, he's been with me in Senada. You know, not necessarily for La Cantina, but at the Vanna Cantina because he had cousins in Tijuana. Um, he collaborated with me. He has gone to Ensenada and brewed with me. I had a couple of pictures nice. with him that I was I was reviewing. Um, we hey, we have collaborations together. He helped in the Santa Cruz Brewery. And um, to be honest, yeah, without him, I couldn't help in the, this one over here. Yeah. Spot, so. so tell yeah, us a little bit, Tito, about what is your like experience with <laughs> brewing? How did you get into it? Are, were you a novice turned career? Whatever, let's see what it takes me. Cuando conocí a Horacio, fue allá en la comida china. <laughs> este, no. He's no, already no. covering his face. Dinos la historia. Sí. Esos son los mejores. Sí. No, no, no te creas. Ahí en, en Ensenada. Es que oh. tenemos un chiste de que siempre que cuento la historia de cómo lo conocí, quedamos que yo voy a decir una historia diferente. Uh-huh. Oh, gotcha. Sí, pero you. la verdadera sí lo conocí en Ensenada en un festival de la cerveza. Okay. Hace que como cuatro o cinco años. Ya. Yeah. Y este. Y ahí andábamos en el, uh, eran vecinos de mis primos, que también son cerveceros en Tijuana, Harry Knows Brewing Company. Uh-huh. Y este, y... O sea, vecinos de los booths. Vecinos de los, sí, de los Y entonces... Y como raza, que dicen, hola, ¿cómo estamos, parientes? Haciendo fila para agarrar cosas, ¿verdad? El hielo. Something ya empezamos ahí a platicar y no, que esto que el otro, y que dónde eres, de Salinas, no, pues yo también de Salinas, mm-hmm. ¿por dónde? No, pues de este lado, y Small world. mira nomás, y ahí andaba otro del de, uh, uh, Carmel Craft, también andaba oh, Marco. ahí, Marco. Oh, sí, sí, sí. Marco, sí. Carmel, yeah. former, former uh, brewer of Carmel Craft. Yes. Oh, yeah. okay. Young kid. Yeah. Yes, he's a trash brew. Trash brew. Sí. Yeah, yeah. He's yeah. a he's a good brewer too. That yes. kid comes yes. out with some. I remember yeah. he was with you one year at the uh, Steinbach, the uh, Salinas Food and Wine. Yeah. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's a great brewer, pero. Yeah, so así allá, allá lo conocí. Ya después que venimos para acá, yo en, en ese entonces porque también hago cerveza en casa, home brewer. Mm-hmm. Este uno de los años que regresé que ya lo tenía rato conociendo, empecé yo a hacer cerveza y ya nos empezamos a juntar más y entonces uh-huh. yo a relacionarme más con personas que hacían cerveza de aquí, 
Vivo en unos mm -hmm. apartments aquí en la Riker. Por eso oh, me llamo, o oh, mi, mi cervecería se llama Riker 38 Brewing Company. Oh, okay. Porque vivo en la Riker, apartment 38. No, no, no me van a ir a buscar, pero... <risa> Y resulta que dos de mis vecinos también son cerveceros, entonces me metí en ese mundo y ya me empecé a involucrar más con él, en ayudarle en, en varias cosas, porque esto de hacer cerveza está chido solo, pero siempre se ocupa otra, otra persona. Yeah. Es trabajo. Venirle a la, yeah. a la cazuela, lo oye, mueve esto, mueve, moler el grano, mm. yeah. enlatar los labels y todo esto. Se ocupa una, una, una ayuda. A team. Y a mí yeah. me fascina esto, así que siempre ando ayudándole a diferentes cerveceros aquí y allá. Yeah. Y este, él me, me, me dejó y, ayudarle. Sí, siempre uno, o sea, todo esto, me imagino yo, y lo tocamos este tema la última vez que estuviste en el podcast, que es algo como ser un chef, ¿no? Todos tienen diferente sazón, yeah, todos yeah. tienen diferente manera, o yeah. sea, hay una manera tradicional sí. de hacer todo, pero todos los chefs tienen su sí. propia cosita que hacen, yeah, sí. so se puede, you know, you can learn something, aunque estás haciendo, mm -hmm. aunque él está haciendo un stout y tú estás haciendo lo mismo, quizás hay algo que tú haces diferente uh -huh. que él o vice versa, right? Es so. porque en una peda, Horacio y yo estábamos en su casa. <laughs> <¿no>? <laughs> Ahí estábamos pisteando y, y sacamos cigarros. <risa> ey, ey, ey. No, hombre. Yeah. Hey, hey, what's the Mexican or the Spanish thing first? Se está portando brand new. ¿Cómo se dice eso? En verdad, voy a interrumpir. No, 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 no. Tú síguele, tú síguele, Tito. Cuando lo estás descubriendo. Y fumando un cigarro ahí. Este empezó a soltar todas las. Empezó a soltar todos los secretos de la ciudad. De, y le dije, oh, no me vayas a copiar esa. esa, esa. Y entonces yo le dije eso de, de, de usé la referencia qué? de cocinar y la cocina y uh -huh. las recetas y el sazón. Tú me puedes dar la misma receta en el desde mí que si yo la hago me va a salir igual. Yeah. So, tu sazón le da eso extra a tu cerveza, uh -huh. lo hace tu cerveza. Yeah. So, yeah, we kept on, ya, ya se relajó, we kept on talking y este... Y ya, este, de ahí en adelante, ya. Él, él le pone, you know, <risa> cada quien le pone el amor diferente, da Ajá. su... Es que la música que pones cuando estás haciendo, oh, yeah. el mood What? que traes, porque una vez... Music you guys play con Austin? Yo tengo mi... mi, mi ¿Qué, mi, ¿qué este, tienes? ¿Qué tienes? Dime, dime, dime. Uh, por ejemplo, por ejemplo uh, yo cuando estoy cocinando uh, la cerveza, empiezo con Golden Ganga, este, un poquito de uh, um, rap en español, uh -huh. este, cositas así que se escucha mucho en Tijuana. Tengo mucha influencia de Tijuana y Ensenada. Eso me gusta todo eso nice. y eso es lo que pongo, porque eso quiero transmitir a mi, a mi, a mi cerveza. Y al igual que él, hemos platicado de eso, yeah. que él cuando quiere hacer un, un tipo de cerveza, pone este, este tipo, este estilo, este género. Y cuando quiere hacer lo otro, le pone otro y como que sí, you pick it up in the beer. Qué interesante que dices eso porque yo siempre di, siempre he dicho de las cervezas de Horacio que te hace sentir como que estás en un lugar. You know what I mean? Like every beer that you have, it's not just a flavor, it's also like a memory or like a place, right? And yeah. every time I have the tamarindo, like it takes me back to like 
you know, a certain part of my childhood growing up, you know, when I was growing up, when we would go to Michoacan, when we would visit my grandparents and stuff like that. The piñorita, I'm like, yo, it's so this is tropical. Like, Friday. I need to be on a beach somewhere. I think that's the one I tried on Friday. Esa. Mm-hmm. I kid the you Belgian not, it took me back when I was like four years old and my yeah. mom was cleaning in the kitchen. Perdón, y acá yo estoy singing Selena my heart out for some reason that just blew in my huh. head I see it at cumbia in my head and I was like this is bomb and it so was that's so cumbia sh- in your mouth yeah, yeah. cumbia yeah. literally that's good una historia que tengo con Horacio una vez me dio una cerveza no which one me dio probar una 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 cerveza que no voy a decir nombres ni nada cheers it was mine salud not trying to cut you guys off I wouldn't tell it say it so no, I was tasting it, verdad, la, la, la lata y todo el todo el show. Oh, this is bomb. Y este, that's green apple sour. Y me preguntó qué eso, qué, a qué te sabe. Le dije, sabes que esta cerveza me sabe a esto, esto, el otro, como que no sé, como como con una relación sentimental con una girl así, bla bla. <laughs> y nomás me estabas, hey. me estaba mirando, Horacio. <laughs> me dice, mira, it's funny que estás diciendo eso porque y ya me contó la historia. Got it. I know which one. Oh, who broke his heart? Horacio. No, 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 no. Nobody, oh, nobody, no nobody. one broke your heart. I was going to say, was Is that your beard like Kanye? No. He made no, 808s no, no. and heartbreaks when no, a bitch no, broke no, his heart no, into no. a million little pieces? No, 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 no. Now I know which one. Yeah. 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 Oh. Oh. Yo le platiqué de eso, de que cuando uno hace unas cosas, even cuando haces de comer. I transcend that feeling to him through the beer. That was pretty unreal. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you know what? It's so funny. I recently saw something online, and there was this guy. He was talking about mushrooms and how, like, when you microdose or like when you mm-hmm. take, you know, like mushrooms to, you know, like uh, ceremoniously and stuff like that to travel. He was saying that he was having like a like a mushroom experience or whatever, and he was making love to his partner, and he said that he closed his eyes and um and he saw this vision of like roses and stuff like that, and he opened his eyes and he was like, whoa. And then she was like, did you just see roses? And like they, huh. he transmuted that like vision to her or whatever, mm-hmm. right? And he said he was like totally, and he was like, yeah, that's when I knew. Like, stop calling it psychedelics. Like, this is sí, not sí, for sí, you know what I mean. Like, this is a yeah. real like cool. ceremonious like thing. Yeah. So when you say we like to transmute, right? <laughs> I never done much of my life. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> no, but I'm yeah. saying he look, like he look into my eyes. He yeah. Yeah. You get too close. <laughs> I I guess the reason that I I it was bring that up. <laughs> is because I constantly say that we don't just consume by what we eat. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, we transmute different energies and things like that, and, and we... I'm sorry, this reminds me of Abasolo, Guanajuato. That's my hometown. <laughs> I'm walking in right there in the plaza. Which one? Esta de aquí, the sauce. The green apple the green sour. Why? Uh, it reminds me now again. I what do you think? The sauce? Those candies, I, exactly. Yes, I love Jolly a sour. Ranchers. Yeah. Yeah, sours are kind of a shit, and I love fruit-forward sours, yeah. so that's, yeah, for sure. But just to finish my point really quick, in, <laughs> in the sense of, like, you know, we we consume with all of our senses, right? Like, so we consume not just with our mouth. We consume with our eyes. We consume with our ears. You know what I mean? So it would make sense to me that we would be able to transmute things, not just necessarily mm-hmm. through, like, a, maybe a physical touch or something like that, but through, you know, the things that we create, right? Yeah. Whether it be beer, food, art, music, like all of these different things, we're able to help people to, you know what I mean? Feel different feelings. I yeah. always say that true art is 
maybe, in my opinion, getting people to to connect with a, a particular feeling. And yeah. some people it's sad, some people it's happy, you know, it's all these different range of emotions, yeah. right? But I feel like that's what any good art is essentially trying to do, is to trying to get mm-hmm. you to feel a certain mm-hmm. way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's yeah. interesting. So and the presentation in Kansas is dope. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So, <laughs> so Frenchie's all in love. Let's go ahead and touch on the green apple sour sorry. really quick because Frenchie's not having a side I'm note. I'm my moment right now. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, all you guys can see my face right now. <laughs> yeah. It's been a long so, day at work too, man. So I need this. So thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. So you did have, when we've been talking about it a little bit here and there, but we were talking about the preview opening that you did. Yeah. So after you found the spot that you wanted to have in beautiful Old Town Salinas, este, you said you got the keys in October. October, October 4th. 1st, right? 7th. 7th. And you guys, the beginning of this month, January 2022, you guys had the preview opening. Tell us a little bit about... You guys are busting your guys' ass, too. I'm sorry. Yeah. Before that, you guys were busting ass. Like, yo también de chismosa. I would walk by and I'd be like, ¿Qué están haciendo allá dentro? You know, because it was all covered. Yeah. Well, but- girl, I got a little bit of a preview because I want to say it on the mic. Thank you again. And I know we've done it previously on our social media or whatever. But thank you so much for your donation that you did for the homegirl, Eva, when oh, we yeah. had oh, yes. the fundraiser for her. Because, again, when it comes to community, there were certain people that we just knew we were going <laughs> to be able to reach out to and like you said you just have to ask one time okay. and if they say yes then that, you yes, know it is what it is right yeah. and i love that so thank you so much because you that was a very that. successful fundraiser and shout out to our homegirl who's doing all the beautiful work out there in el paso texas catching babies and you know just securing all of those traditional birthing uh techniques and practices to bring home to our community yeah. here so we love you homegirl and again thank you not just to la cantina but to all of you know our local people who came out and everyone who who helped out and contributed to that but you were one of those first phone calls that i knew i was like there's a few folks i know for sure we got in our corner (laughs) and you were one of them so thank you so much so no pero from october 7th since the first day you got you guys's keys hasta ahorita or before that you guys were busting your guys's ass off i'm sorry to have that place the way it is now Mm-hmm. Yeah, so when we got those keys, you know, I was, um, I think we landed that deal before, and the reason we got them later because I was in Colombia, took a trip. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember it's a trip that. that I've been wanting to do, and I said, I got to go now. Cause yeah, yeah, yeah. I was 100, 200% sure that we're going to nail it. So he's the one that nailed it at the end. Everything was in agreement, whatever. So what, once I, we got the keys, I just figured I need a team because mm-hmm. I can't do it myself. I need a team that's going to, do what I need to be done, you know, and and so you know I call Tito and say, hey, you want to come and uh, and start? Well, actually now, no more donating your time. Come and work and help me build this thing. You know, I called him. We called my other partner. He's uh, very good uh, in construction, mm-hmm. so he's very good in a lot of things. You mm-hmm. know, he can tell you everything. So, Jack so we started just cranking, 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 and it's been days <laughs> I go, I leave at three o'clock in the morning. Mm-hmm. Um, there's been days that I we leave uh, you know early whatever, but it was every day, every day, every day, every day, and then yeah, even the even the neighbors said like, you guys don't rest right because <laughs> it's either me there, he's there, he's there, the other guy's there, yeah, you know, he, people come and help us, you know, friends or whatever. But I just knew I just when I got the keys, I said okay, within two or three months, this needs to be open again. Yeah. Speaking to the universe, I gotta do this, and we gotta. I do this. love that you're saying that. Thank you. 
Well, more I, men need to no, say that. Exactly. Y'all hear more this? More men need to say that. Can I we like... all say this? Like, please, <laughs> speak oh. into the universe. Pero ustedes también. Yes. I mean, yeah. I mean, and you don't have to say it, but I like to say it out loud because, yes. you know, even when I was a Buena Vista, at my six-month mark, I said within this year, before my lease is over with these guys, I need to have a spot. October 7th, I have a spot. Yeah. My lease was up in November. <laughs> Wow. A month before I was able to, we were able to secure that. So, Ask you know, I say, I, I, I've been exactly. saying that and, and, and I was very stubborn when it came to, when we came to that. I felt like I was almost bending reality to my will. I, that's how it feels like. Yeah, because it's co-creation, right? Yeah. Like that's ex ultimately what it is. So I love that you are manifesting. That makes us so happy because all of our listeners out there in podcast land know that the comadres. We're very about manifestation. We are all about that yeah. shit. <laughs> yeah, and so it, it also, it also, you know, he helped me do that. Whether whether he said it or not, he helped me do that. So yeah, once we got the keys, we knew it was go time. And I just, I, I never told him. I just said to myself, "This is the time we have. Mm -hmm. Let's get it." So, but for the most part, we've been hitting those marks. And then it was tough. It was tiring. But at the end of the day, like I said, if you don't know what you do, you're going to see it as hard. And I just saw it as like challenging, not mm -hmm. hard, because everything's everything that's in me or me, it's in it. So then now we're here. We had a preview last last week. Like he said, Selena, Selena, Selena's, even, even, um, is it Os Osvaldo? Yeah. Us, yeah. yeah us. us. Mm -hmm. I uh, came to see me. Oh, no, no, no. Uh, Orlando. 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 Yeah, Orlando. Orlando came to oh, see yeah, me he did. Last, he posted last, that. last week mm -hmm. before the preview. And he was asking me how was the city, how was the health department, how was the fire marshals. And I'm like, walk in the park. Your homie is up for re-election. So everybody in his yeah. district just know that he's out there really trying to help these folks and listening to all of his yeah. constituents and seeing Closter Park in December. Oh yeah. They it did was, the yeah. um unfortunately snow in it the was park. one day because of the rain the next yeah. day. But it was really to dope go on the Sunday. way he did that. Um, yeah, so he was really concerned because he wanted to make sure that the, the, the departments that are supposed to help you mm -hmm. open the business were doing the job. And I'm like no, I was it was walking the park. But, but he's there again, for you, yeah. I told him it's not very fair because me and Adrian we've been dealing with other cities. So we kinda got the hint of what was suspected. <clears throat> so when we walk into the city of Salinas, we had a full package. We had done no homework. I called people, I called people I know, and you know, I we knew fees, we knew procedures, we knew everything. So fire department, you know, they were great. Healthcare, I mean, yeah, the health health department. Health department was great. Sirius Salinas permit was great. All we need right now is is the sign. Signs by Vans, the one that's doing their, their sign. Oh, okay. So uh, they're making us, uh, as we speak, it's being approved by the city of Salinas. Okay. So no no hustle on that one. The city um, and the Old Town yeah, Association is together, right? Yeah. So like I told them, it was a walk in the park. But we had experiences before, so we knew that. You knew what you were doing. Yes. We need to know. We need to be proactive and give them what they need before they ask what you need. Yeah, well, no, that's so Done that's that. so. So dope. he was very concerned, and I appreciate the chamber of commerce reach out to me, and then uh, yeah, they're they're very involved. And I, you know what, I really love how now knowing that you got your keys October seventh, y'all go back and look at the Instagram because homie was out there for the community October thirty first because homie, yeah. all them little children that walked they by getting all the candy yeah. trick or treating there, and stuff there, like yeah. that. Yeah, so as soon as you guys were 
into the neighborhood mm-hmm. you integrated yourself as yes. the part of like, the neighborhood like, hey we're here and yeah. we're here to stay I and i loved that how many pounds did we pass that day i was amazed i'm like what the there's that many, many, many kids, kids in selena's bro about 50 10, huh? 50? 50 50 pounds of candy no it was like 20... Like 20 packs or like no, how many? We, we, oh, you got the pounds. Yeah, oh, no munches. Yeah, we have the pounds. Like you weren't playing around. No, no, no. We, it's because the kids are going to get candy. I just well, so said, at first we were giving like three pieces of candy yeah. to the kids. And we're like, whoa, got to slow down. With the kids. <laughs> <laughs> Not a damn candy. <laughs> what is it, about 20 pounds? 25 yeah, pounds? 23 pounds. Oh, shit. Yeah. Damn, that's a whole lot uh-huh. of candy. That's a lot of candy. But what do you mind? Yeah. Well, and you know what? I think that's, yeah, that's what it takes for, you know, to, like I said, you know, you guys were, came into the community and <clears throat> immediately started to integrate yourselves in, as to being part of the yeah. community. And so I loved it. You know, I'm not on my IG a lot these days. I'm taking a good social media break here. But I love that, you know, the night of your opening or the next day when I got on Instagram for a little bit in the morning, a lot of my feed was people that were, you know what I mean? Like shouting you out and, you know, just giving praise. So shout out to everybody out there in Old Town doing That's the damn thing. And like, we were really happy. Sam and me were like super excited to be there. And, you know, we had to be there for you. You guys yeah yeah like we've been there since day well you know when she introduced me to you and i tasted your beer i was like i'm a fan of like automatically so of course i told some people I was like hey we're gonna be here come so, through y'all yeah. <laughs> so what what would be and i'll go around the table we'll go ahead and start with you Horacio. for somebody who is a home brewer right now who has that vision and is thinking to themselves like one day i'm gonna own my brewery in you know what i mean my neighborhood or whatever right like what would be a piece of advice you would give to someone who's starting out a home brewer, just really young and into the game. What's something that you would say is a really important piece of advice? Make sure you're having fun. Yes. Right. I love that. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I'm going to clap to that. Yeah. I, like <laughs> that. I really do. Y a ver, Tito, you who are the uh, actual, you know, cervecero right now, one, one of the yeah. head brewers, right? Enough. Yeah. There at La Cantina. What's something that you would give to advice to a young Latino who is starting out as a head brewer and maybe one of these up and coming breweries out there somewhere in California or in the United States, what what would you give advice? And and also, I want you guys to think about this from the lens of being Latino brewers, because that is so important here as well, because there's so few Latinos and then women. And, you know what I mean? Yeah. Sorry, let me finish my uh, beer here so I can get the next refill. Yeah, ¿qué puedo decir? ¿Qué consejo puedo dar? Uh, yo tengo muchos amigos que, y amigas que... que escuchan eso de hacer cerveza y que luego luego quieren like hacer oh it's cool I want to brew beer y eso el otro yo lo único que digo es de que tienes que enamorarte de esto uh-huh. como lo hemos dicho y no de enamorarte como de como cuando te enamoras de alguien por su físico te tienes que enamorar de la cerveza profundamente porque mm, es una buena love. chinga buena yeah. chinga oh, yeah. y una I vez like se lo describí a Felipe de Buenavista <laughs> Brewing Company que es como enamorarte de tu pareja y a tener muchos años junto con ella o con, con él, whatever. Este, y es el amor en es, que, 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 que evolucionó a ese punto. Donde ya cambiamos físicamente, que ya no, no, no nos miramos como nos mirábamos. Yeah. You still love that person. Así tienes que uh, amar la cerveza. Porque es mucho limpiar. Yeah. Mucho asegurarte que esto está bien, que no vaya a haber una infección, que, que la calidad está al 100. 
So tienes que estar enamorado. Porque yo tengo muchos amigos, como dije, que they'll try it once. Y ya llegan al punto de limpiar y dicen, oh, no, this is too much for me. They don't want to do what too their much. wives do every day. Yeah. Hacer trastes, güey. Yeah. <laughs> Lavar Part. las hijas. Yeah. Yeah. So ese es el, sí. that's the advice. Y, um, está chido. Mm -hmm. Está chido hacer cerveza. Pero si quieres ya hacerlo profesionalmente, tienes que enamorarte. Yeah. Yeah. La you gotta work for yeah. it. That's what it is. Yeah. yeah. All right, Adrian, we're gonna give you the business question. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, you know, because you're on, on the business aspect of it. So yeah. going into the brewing business from a business standpoint, what would be your advice to a young brewer out there who is opening up their business, who maybe doesn't know as much as what you guys know and doesn't have those same connections what would be a piece of advice that you could give to somebody that you think would potentially help them on the business aspect of it maybe the real estate aspect that's a good question that's a good question because on the brewer side you know i don't like making beer i know how to make it i know how to make it i made it before but i don't sit there and enjoy it yeah know? i don't enjoy any process of beer making you like enjoy cooking. the drinking. Right, I'll drink it. Yeah, yeah that, like, bro. Exactly. Bro. I see right here, yeah, bro. Me I and you. <laughs> I feel that. I'll go down the street and pay for some good beer if I need to. But I've made it before, you know, and I've sat there. And it's like cooking, right? I love cooking, and I consider myself a pretty good cook. But on the business side, you just, I, in, in every, you know, I've got a couple of businesses, right? I sell real estate and stuff. And I really, really, I tell my kids all the time, if you could be the dumbest person in the room, you have so much to learn from mm. people, mm. right? If you can just sit there and listen, like just be quiet. You have two ears for a reason, right? Yeah. Just be quiet and pay attention to what's going on. And if and if you could be the dumbest person in a room, you'll learn so much from all the people you surround yourself with. My dad says it is better to remain quiet and appear stupid than to open your mouth and remove all doubt. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so yeah, listen, just you listen. Pay attention. Be the dumbest person in the room and just absorb what's going on and surround yourself with really smart people. You'll do so many good things. You know, you can absorb from different different aspects of life. Mm -hmm. And uh, and if, if the better you are at that, the more successful mm -hmm. you will be. And also because you're in the real estate realm, I'll go ahead and give you a follow up question <laughs> because I know that this is an important part of just business in general. Right. Yeah. Anybody who wants to have a brick and mortar or again, you're saying that, you know, your main kind of gig is real estate. Right. Yeah. So yeah. what is a good piece of advice that you can give us? For negotiating, because yes. you got to negotiate terms for leases, yeah. negotiate yeah. prices Never of businesses. No for yeah. No, so. there's a lot of, my style is very, I over communicate. You know, I like to find out what the, like the landlord, right? We yeah. talked to him, we met with him, we talked to him before. Best landlord downtown. Yeah, I mean, he's, he's awesome. But we met with him, talked to him before I wrote the letter of intent yeah. that, that we gave him. You know, we, I paid attention to what he needed. And and I and I um I uh I try to I try to mirror that in our offer the letter of intent that we gave him, I just like to pay attention. I pay attention to what people tell me. 
Mm-hmm. And that's what I do with all of my my other real estate, you know, in my real estate profession. Whenever I write offers, because normally I do residential, so I'm selling a lot of houses right now. Mm-hmm. I was going to tell you, I need your card after. Yes. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> and I'm good at that, right? Because I talk to the listing agent and I talk to, you know, talk to them about what their clients need. Mm-hmm. And that reflects in my offers that I'm giving them. So it isn't necessarily hardballing. You know, I don't hardball. I don't try to twist people's arms, especially in this market when stuff is selling really fast. Mm -hmm. That place, you know, I feel like they should have gotten a ton of interest in that spot. I mean, it's Old Town. It's the spot. It's where you want to be. And we got it like day one that he put it on. I don't know. First meeting. Because, he, was, he was in already. Because we paid it attention to, to him. We to went wanted. and met with yeah. the we met and we met with the owner. Mm-hmm. We talked to him about what he needed, what he wanted, and we gave him that. I mean, you know, we 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 twisted his arm just a little bit and he he did give us a couple of things. But same thing with the landlord. You know, when you're getting a lease like this, when a when a when an owner is selling a restaurant, there's two or threefold, right? Because you've got to buy the equipment in the restaurant from the, the previous owner. Then you've got to go negotiate a lease with the landlord. Mm-hmm. So the la- you've got to get on in goods with the landlord. Yeah. And then you've got to keep in mind everything you have to juggle with the city and stuff like that. So there's yeah. a lot that you're juggling at the same time. And you know, and I try to teach that to Horacio before we wrote our offers, wherever we were writing our offers. So do you do that in your real estate it, with, with when you sell residential as well? Do you try and like educate your yes. clients in regards to like this is what yes. we're doing and this is why we're doing it? Yes. <laughs> Ahí estamos raza y habla español. Go ahead and before, before no, do it right now. Where can we find you? Shout out the okay. Do it right yeah. now. I mean, what's your Instagram? Is there? Do you have an Instagram? I, I have a Facebook page. Okay, I'm not fine. really good with Facebook because I'm super busy. Your with number then. Your number. Yeah. Family, how can we find you? You can find me at Windermere. So I work here locally okay. uh, off of Maine and Laurel and my office is off, off of Maine and Laurel but I'm with Windermere Real Estate here, okay. here in town um, Adrian with Windermere a- Adrian Lopez Adrian Lopez Windermere, Windermere. Real yeah. Estate so so pay attention yeah, yeah. pay attention yeah. pay attention yeah people will tell you all you have to They'll do tell is you what questions. they want people will tell yeah. you what they want and mm-hmm. the the if you can give them what they want they're just why would and they I say paid no to attention. You? you got it because you wanted the brewery and the restaurant. Ya estamos yeah. sas. <laughs> so yeah. you it, guys literally. <laughs> one other thing I can add, especially for like the young Mexicanos, don't be afraid to to, to 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 express Como dice Nike, yourself on the beer because that's what craft beer beer is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, I got for the most part, I get good comments, but some people can question my my brews, and my answer is that is this. That's what craft beer is. Yep. There's no rules. Mm-hmm. You can follow at certain guidelines. Other than that, the sky's the limit. We have home brewers that have created tomato soup beer. And as discussed in the South, it was actually a pretty good beer. Hmm. So young brewers, don't, right? don't, like, don't be afraid to express yourself. Because I didn't know that Tamarino was going to be a hit. Oh, I didn't know that Guayaba was going to be a hit. I just look at the, at the market and said, I don't like what I see. I want this, and this is my favorite from my childhood. I'm gonna transcend that to the beer and see what happens. So yeah. I took a I took a leap of faith. I I it was a 50-50 chance, and I had a I had a hundred percent chance. So don't be afraid. Don't be afraid okay. to try and think outside the the huge box. Love that, that for you guys. Yeah. Alrighty, and we have a couple more beers to get through in yeah. this beer open? tasting. We, we opened uh, before. Ooh. Yeah, valio madres. I'm ready. So, <laughs> so this is this is the uh, Blue Weiss uh, 
frutos rojos, red berries. Oh, this one's good. sour blended with strawberry, blackberry, raspberry, and blueberry. Nice. Yeah. And did you We have anything to do with this one, Tito? No, pero iba a preguntar si, si trajimos la, la tropical, yes. la yes. sensación yes. del bloque, yes. le llamo mm. yo, que es one. Yeah. Todas están... ¿Cómo le llamas? Sensación del bloque. La sensación del bloque. Yeah. I love yeah. that. Uh, todas están chingonas. So, I'm just going to tell you right now, Tito, I make a lot of playlists, like on Pandora and stuff like that. That's going to be a new title for a playlist, La Sensación del Bloque. And it's going to be pura, like, I think, you know, so moving. That? I like this one. I taste the berries. Yeah. The berries, are. that's what I first tasted. It. So this is a Belgian-wise? No, the Belgian-wise. German. Oh, I'm sorry. Power, yeah. Dude, I just love how all your cans are just so artsy, and I just love that mm. about the presentation. Well, shout out to my my my, my artist uh, Billy from Cancun, Mexico. I my my artist of most of these um, uh, labels is uh, an Mexicano. Nice. From so Cancun, you outsource Mexico. your art yeah. from I Mexico. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Are you pay? Is it uh, paying fair trade prices for your art? <laughs> Just kidding. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, I always have to give you a hard time. I really enjoy this one because even though it is a sour. You don't get you a lot of the, the sour, sour notes. You yeah. get more like, of sour where? the fruit yeah. forward. It's yeah. very, very fruit forward. And I love this. Yeah. Yeah. This is a summertime one for sure. Yeah. And in true Horacio form, you came packing, bro. So, I mean, let's let's como, go through these como, ones. Como We got dijo, a couple como, more. Como dijo Tito, mejor que sobre que falte. Yes. Exactly. Right. Es mejor que sobre y no sonada, on, on the sours. Next time in line, the sensation the the bloque is a Belarus tropical blend. This one has guava, passion fruit, and mango. Nice. And when I say it has all those, it has all of those flavors. Mm. What do you do that? Can I ask why you do that? Like you turn upside down? Sorry. For the blend to blend evenly. Oh, it's been here like it's been in the fridge for like I don't know, a couple of days. Uh-huh. Like oh, okay, so. okay. Is that something so give us a little bit of an education here. Is that something that you should do with fruit forward beers? Because I know it's the fruit that settles, right? Yeah, I Or mean and not all of them, but okay. I know how I blend this, which I should actually put a label that says hey. Do this turn turn a couple of times. Uh, Which I'm will getting, do stop turning it because I'm getting a lot of feedback on the. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> But Pero basically, Wait, what, what he's doing for Wait, our audience. Can sorry. you stop having side conversations, my love? Hey. I love you. It's the first year back, and she's driving me crazy, y'all. Well, I love beer. you. <laughs> he he knows the way to my heart is beer. <laughs> Thank you. Sorry to our producer who's going to have to edit all of this. We very much appreciate you. I love you very much. <laughs> Pero for all of our listeners, what Horacio was doing was turning the um, beer actually upside down. Um, he was turning the can upside down and just allowing it to sit there. And I feel like, I mean, give us the education, Horacio. Do you have to do it for a couple? The fruit um, um, will set on the bottom. So making probably, if you just open like that, making it less fruity or less, uh, more plain of the actual Got taste. You. So when you do that, you... Kind of like blending it again in the can. That way you get the full experience of what's in it. So, Love that. So just because the way my mind works, I would say that I would now order this out of a can every time if it was available to me instead of out of a, you know, from the tap because no one's turning over their keg. But that's just me, y'all. <laughs> well, we, we do. We do. 
cuando ponemos oh, un, un cake nuevo, le damos una, una bailadita, uh -huh. ya la conectamos yeah. y la servimos. Nice. No, no, too crazy, pero una, nomás, una, los... una bailadita. Uh -huh. nomás. Yeah, most part, this una thing, bailadita. Yeah. ¿De qué parte de México eres, Tito? Uh, mis papás son de Jalisco. De Jalisco. De okay. Oh, okay. I like, I would say like no, no. Yeah. Las palabras que. Eres. Pues yo soy nacido en Santa Cruz, pero crecí mucho tiempo viví en, en Tijuana. Oh, okay. Tijuana. Sí. Yeah, yeah, got it. I like the las palabras que usas una bailadita, una. I was thinking like sure that Chilango style is it because my uncle talks like that. Que es el Chil, es de DF también. So I was like, oh, I know this lingo. I know where we're going yeah. now. Mm -hmm. So what are you thinking about this one? I love this one. I really let's see. I like this one a lot. I love how you said you mentioned it in the first. You, <laughs> I know you introduced it by saying that it has the guava, the mango, and the passion fruit. And you said yeah. it really actually has that in there. Mm -hmm. I'm going to be honest with y'all. This tastes like humex to me. Mm -hmm. Like yeah. in the best way possible. It you know does. what I'm saying? Like, and I love that you were saying like turning it over because <laughs> humex is like that. Like uh -huh. it kind of settles mm -hmm. on the bottom. So, yeah. This is exactly why I said that, like that hashtag cultura in a can, because every time I have one of your beers, it reminds me of something that has to do with our culture. This tastes like humix. Like this is. It just brings like, us back to a childhood memory también. I mean, for a lot of people. Or just like a memory of yeah. something that is like a staple of what we kind of grew up with and those yeah. flavor profiles that we grew up with. I feel like everybody. All of us Latinos kind of know. Uh -huh. Como la piñorita cuando, cuando oh, yeah. la hizo y me la dio a probar. Estamos ahí en el garage de, de uh -huh. donde vive. Y, este, y me dijo, a ver, prueba esta. Y me la sirvió en una, un vaso y la probé y me llevó una piñata. Ya. Yeah. A una piñata. Cuando te salen los del México, cuando salen los, los, te yeah, salen yeah, los, yeah. los dulcecitos de fresa uh -huh. y esos de piña, el que agarras y lo abres. Con cacahuates. Uh -huh. I remember the very first time I said this recently. The very first time I went to a birthday party here in the United States. That it was like, it was not Latinos. They had a piñata. And, you know, and they were like breaking the, the piñata open or whatever. And I was like, where's the fruit? Where those are those cacahuates? It's like I was like, wait, what? Yeah, yeah, pues porque en México así se hacen, like you know what I mean. So when you say that, that idea of like that piñata, it takes you back to quebrar una piñata. No la no la hacías release. No. Entonces y le dije y le me miró que tomé la foto y hey, no la vayas a hacer post. No, no la vayas a hacer post. Ah, yeah. Okay. You hang, you held on to that one for a long time because mm -hmm. I remember I had that one too. You had given me a four pack of that one. And I remember when you posted it and you asked like, oh, what should we name it? And yeah. it was your son who named it. My son came up with the name. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. But then it just, you went radio silent on that one. So I was like, all right, well, I guess we're waiting for something. And then yeah. it was maybe like what? Six months later? Mm -hmm. I, yeah. So I was, was looking at another, another recipes that were ready to go, so. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But yeah, that one, that one took a minute for you to release. Mm -hmm. I was. It was marinating. Mm -hmm. <laughs> That's what it takes, right? Yeah. So as we're doing our taste test for these ones, got like in two true eight three one comadres fashion, we'll get into our regalos y cargas. And Tito, Adrian, do you guys know what regalos y cargas are? Explain to that. No, no. So regalos y cargas are surprise. It's also known in English as your rose and thorn, or your peak and your pit. And it's basically your regalo is going to be 
be something that you're grateful for, something that you're happy, something positive that's happening in your life maybe right now, you know, the week, the day, something of that nature. Um, and then your karga is going to be something that maybe is not so, you know, great that's <coughs> happening. Um, maybe a responsibility that you have to take care of, something that might be weighing you down, things of this nature. And it's just a, uh, a practice of, you know, not everything is always butterflies, lollipops and, <laughs> you know, and roses, right? But um, not every day is going to be a good day, but there's it's something good. to move on forward. Yeah, there's not every day will be a good day, but there's something good in every day. So just uh, practicing gratitude, but also just seeing um, everything for what it is, right? So we'll just go around and... You want to go first? Yeah, for sure. I'll go first. <laughs> well, do you want, like, just do an example. <laughs> Yeah, for sure. So my first regalo y carga of 2022, <laughs> y'all. I am grateful for, let's see, I'll do my carga first. I don't have enough hours in the day. Sure. <laughs> There's lots of things that I want to get done. And I, I'm sure there are enough hours in the day. I just need to wake up earlier. That's what it is, actually. And so that is something that I have been trying to do get into a good routine of waking up early and, you know, being able to accomplish all of the things that I want to accomplish in any given day. But your girl is a Pisces and I like to go with the flow of shit too. So, you know, it's a constant <laughs> struggle. But yeah, definitely this year I've been feeling short of time and feeling a little bit rushed. So that's a little bit of a carga, but always working on being on time and managing time well. Oh, <laughs> Ashanti but, popped in my head <laughs> again these side little Sorry. welcome welcome to the mind of Frenchie mm -hmm. um and my regalo is you know what I had a really beautiful beginning of my year and really had a beautiful moment of reflection to just kind of think about the year and everything that I've been able to accomplish, maybe the things that I haven't been so great at, i.e. time management. Um, <laughs> but really just, you know, acknowledging this past year and everything that I was able to get through. Thankfully and luckily, my dad is nursed back to health. That was a big thing that had happened last year. Um, and I'm just uh, very grateful for all the beautiful places that I am and all with all of my relations. I was just thinking about that. I'm so gra grateful and happy for everybody that I have in my life. And when my phone rings, I'm like, ooh, who's calling me? I get excited because I know it's like only people that I want to talk to and people that, you that know. Matter. Yeah. That, well, and not just that, but, you know, even in times of chaos or distress or, you know, whatever it is, it's always... It's always a welcomed phone call, you mm -hmm. know? I have come into a place with a lot of my relationships where, for better or for worse, I'm the first call. People get good news, and they're like, oh, my God, I had to tell somebody, and so I called you. And I'm literally like, yes, bitch, get it. Like, I'm so excited and happy. But also, they're like, oh, my God, this shit just went down, and I needed to tell somebody, and so I called you. And I'm like, bitch, don't worry about it. We're going to figure it out. Like, you know what I mean? Whatever it is that I have that you need, consider it yours. You know, like, we're going to get it worked out. So, again, for better or for worse, I love being that first phone call. I really, really do. So I'm so grateful that I'm able to be in this time in my life and to be that for other people. And that's always the person that I wanted to be. So I'm grateful that the new version, I feel like every year is a new version of myself mm -hmm. that I am more and more proud of. So. It's like my friend said, we, we peel ourselves every year. Yeah, like and a snake. Can, yeah. 
I feel like that. You know, snakes go through these cycles where they shed layers of their skin. So, like, all those things that no longer serve them. Una cebolla. Sí, layers, layers. Yes, <laughs> well, yes, yes. You know what? I'm gonna go more with the cebolla analogy because a bitch can make you cry. Yeah. <laughs> but with that, I'll pass the mic. <laughs> Who's next? Comadre Frenchie, oh, come me. on. Hi. Okay. Yes. So sorry, I'm just really happy right now. I'll start with my cargas. Honestly, November and December is like seasonal depression. You know, everyone goes through that. Well, I go through a lot because I have like. Some issues in my grandma's anniversary. It just all dwells on me at that point. I was MIA for a little bit with all my brown beret work, my community work. I was just really by myself. But you know what? The year passed by, and now I just turned 31 in December. Yay! I had a birthday. I know. Happy birthday. Happy Thank birthday. You. It feels good to be, you know, grateful that 31 turns around the sun and healthy. And yeah, and I, I got a raise at work. Nice. So, Always a you good know, one. yes, $2 raise too. So, bitch, I'm damn. <laughs> I'm happy right now with that. And then también hoy my husband got his job for veteran work. Oh, cool. He got he got so they offered him the job. So, gracias a Dios, he's going to be working Monday through Friday from from home working mm-hmm. just with veterans. Mm-hmm. So, that makes that me happy. Dope. He's super happy. He's like he calls, he texts me when he was at, I was at work. He's like, call me right now. And I was like, oh, what the fuck? What'd you do yeah. now? Damn it. <laughs> I was like, fuck. And Simon was like, what do I have to do? And I was ready to leave work. And he was like, so I got in trouble. And I was like, oh, here we go again. He goes, I'm just kidding. They offered me the job. I'm like, you fucking asshole. Why would you do that to me? So I cried at work. But I'm really happy for him. Everything's going poco poquito. Or like, you know, creator has its way. Universe has its way. If you, like you say, if you speak to the universe, it comes back to you in a good way, positive way. And I just, I'm just really happy starting this new year. Like everyone stayed home. Like I'm assuming I did. And it just, it was a really, I'm just saying, speaking for myself. <laughs> <laughs> and it was just to the point it made me feel like, you know, I don't know, in, in a weird way, I was thinking I'm going to be home. I'm going to be secure this year. That was my, my train of thought for this coming up 2022. Mm-hmm. I'm just glad that, you know, I still have, like, my amazing friends in my life. Because I know we were MIA for a minute, Las Comadres. Yes. But we, we took a little sabbatical, y'all. We took a little break, a much-needed break. Yes. That's what it was. And I'm so glad that we did that because now we're we're here. We're again. We're now mm-hmm. like, okay, it's a recharge, restart. It's not like a new year, new me. It's like, no, nah, we're still the same bitches. <laughs> we're still going to be here talking shit. But, yeah, aquí estamos. All right, Horacio. Regalos y cargas. Uh, regalo the new brewery in, in downtown Salinas. Yes. Yay. Uh, cheers to that. My, oh, I love how my, we said it at the same time. Cheers. <laughs> cheers. My partners, Tito, um, those are my regalos, you know. Um, not just for me, for the for the people, for the for the for the consumer in Salinas. So mm-hmm. I hope that we can bring out something really, really new. Very excited. So like I said, I couldn't have without him, my other partners, Vice and Pines, and all the people that helped me, right? Mm-hmm. Cargas, sad to say, I got none. <laughs> I, there's nothing in my That's life good. right now that I feel is a carga. It might be difficult, mm-hmm. but I, I mean, I mean, uh, one example I can keep probably is scheduling my stuff. It's a little bit of carga, but I don't consider it carga. It's, it's part of the the journey, part of the job, part of what I sign up for. Yep. You know what? What a so, beautiful place to be at to, yeah, to no know cargas. that, yeah, that everything is a blessing. Yeah, Everything coming, awesome. coming out of me or the cantina is going to be just regalos. So the next time we'll have you on the podcast is when you are, you have a major distribution contract 
or just a distribution contract that uh, you know. Like, so man. you're taking over Tri County area. I know different people. It, it, Carrie, that, that, won't but hap- that won't happen. You don't think you so? No. What will happen well, is oh, wait, 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 wait. Let me correct you. <laughs> that will not happen. Why not? We will take over with multiple cantina locations. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I see the vision. I see the vision. Okay. okay. I got that. You. I we got haven't you. really talked about this no. too much. No, no, but no, no, no. Business-wise, it makes more sense for us to open up more places rather Expand. than to Ex- send yes. it to Costco. Yeah. 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 I'd rather mm-hmm. open up more. Than, yeah. 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 Uno en Monterrey. No, but I'm just saying. I am so here for it. We're on the same page on that. Yeah, but I mean, La Cantina Brewing Company, Miami. Yeah. La Cantina Brewing, New York, Chicago. I'd be like, I know the owners. Excuse me. Yeah, I want to be on the Wall of Fame. In all of the different locations. Oh, you're no, just kidding. Shows, like have pictures of people like you, I don't know. I'm oh, just they like, do that we'll like that. Later. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. On your way into the restroom. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. All right, Tito. For you, what are your regalos y cargas? Pues yo me perdí poquito en la en lo, la descripción. So. Spacing out. Eh, así de buenas están las chelas, sí. eh, para oh, que yeah. toda la gente sí. note yeah, y sepa. Y, yeah, let's do the ASMR really quick of the Orchata Stout. Okay, so Orchata Stout, never released in the U.S. This one, my other partner in Ensenada, Jorge and I, we worked on it together. It just, it was a hit. Gold yeah. medal yeah. in Ensenada Beer Fest, couple of years. One year, I think we got silver or bronze. But for the first one, it was uh, gold medal. Uh, still a hit over there. So I um, I decided to come out this year with this one. Mm-hmm. So a foreign stout, very chocolatey, with real rice, real mm-hmm. cinnamon, real vanilla. We're not, we're not putting it together. We're putting our own house, in-house made horchata blend Nice in it. So it's a, it's a treat if you like horchata and if you like stouts. Beautiful. So, Tito, regalos y cargas. Your regalo is going to be something that you are happy about, something positive going on in your life, something that you're grateful for. Your carga is going to be something that maybe is not so easy that's going on right now, something Mm -hmm. that, you know, um, kind of maybe weighs heavy on you. But, yeah. Un regalo, yo creo sería que finally eh, se me dio legalmente Poder pasar más tiempo con mi niña. So that's mi regalo de hoy en día. Que ya no tengo que estar going through todos los hoops de fuego para poder hacer todo eso. So you co-parent? Yes. Yes. Oh, my God. That's that's amazing. I co-parent as well. (laughs) It's not always easy. Pero uh, when you guys get to a good space. Yeah, yeah. I mean. Todo tranquilo para la niña. Yo creo que eso, eso. Y ya poder estar tranquilo. Que voy por ella, viene conmigo, vamos a lugares, ya no tengo que eh, ir a ciertos lugares como like al Santa Cruz y estar con el pendiente. Eso es, tener más tiempo con mi niña. Eso nice. es un nice. Lo otro, ¿qué era? A ver, carga, uh, ¿Alguna carga, algún pendiente? Pendiente, bueno, no, sí, sería como pendiente, pero como, like, como dijiste tú, poquito dejarlo fluir, just... Go with the flow. Escucho yo un podcast de, de que se llama uh, Cosas de, y Jacobo Wong para este año dijo, just déjalo fluir. 
Yes. No, si alguien te dice a las 4 de la tarde, buenos días, yo sé, buenos días. No le digas, hey, son las 4 de la tarde, cabrón. Ya es tarde. Sí, ya es tarde. Just go with the flow. Si miras algo que te incomoda y no te perjudica tu vida, just go with the flow. Yeah. Déjalo fluir. Nice. I, I love think that. Que, no sé si contesté correctamente. No, no, no. There's no wrong answers. Yeah. There's no wrong or right answers. You got it. Y a ver, Adrian, regalos y cargas for you, señor López. Um, regalos, <laughs> I would say, I mean, yeah, opening up La Cantina is a huge regalo for us. You know, doing it so fast. I felt like we would be able to do it this quickly, but I didn't think it was obtainable when we first got the keys in October. But that's definitely a regalo for us. My family, my kids, I have two two kids. I have a 14-year-old and a 16-year-old. Teenagers. Um, yeah, yeah. Dang. Did you a... start young? Porque te ves jovencito, no. eh? No. Look at no. you. Just say yes, gracias. <laughs> <laughs> I have a, a I'm sorry, I have a bonus son. He's just turned, well, he'll be 13 in March. So he's at that preteen stage. I'm yeah. just like, oh, I'm about to kill you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it could, it could be that way. No, but my kids, I mean, they're we're blessed, me and my wife, because our kids are really good and they... Yeah, why not? They're just really good. I mean, we're blessed to have to have them in our lives. And they're healthy. You know what I mean? I can't ask for anything more. And they do well in school. My kid plays soccer. He's in premier leagues and stuff in soccer. Nice. So, yeah, he does really well. Carga, I don't know. I mean, normally I don't really see this as a carga. I have these two clients. I'll just talk about them really quick. I've been trying to help them find houses. And they're, they're, we're in contract now here in Salinas. One in Salinas and one in Prunedale. And they've been... The toughest clients mm -hmm. to oh. find a super sweet. Both of them, they're both single ladies, you know, totally different situations. And it's been so hard to find Room them a for spot. Growth. Yeah, to find them a spot. We finally, I finally got them in a contract like in October, both of them in October. And we were supposed to close right before Christmas with both of them. Like oddly enough, you know, these ladies don't know each other and it's still, we still haven't closed, you know, something There's major hiccups that happen along the way, and mm -hmm. one of them, it's her loan, and the other one, it's it's another situation, but it's just been so tough for these ladies, and every turn is, you know, it's like there's a different challenge for them every step of the way, and luckily, you know, a good real estate agent will keep you in contract, and I've been able to keep them in, in contract this long, um, but it's just been so challenging for them, and I see them, you know, one of them has kids and they got COVID, you know, during this yeah. time and she was in the hospital That's with crazy. their grandkids. And so I think that kind of weighs on me a lot, you know, mm -hmm. trying to help them figure out how to kind of keep pushing along and they want to quit and cancel. And, you know, the right thing for them to do is buy their house. So yeah. that's kind of tough for me right now, just helping them keep going. Right. Because now it's like the middle of January. We're supposed to close Last month, we've been in contract almost three months on both of them, and they're just, like, ready to quit. And I'm just like, no, keep going. Keep going. Keep <laughs> There's a finish forward. line. We're, We're almost there. We yeah. got it. We got it. Yeah. yeah it's tough, but yeah. 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 All righty. Well, let's get into the review of this uh, Orchata Stout really quick so we can wrap up our episode. But as we're doing that as well, I just wanted to say for everybody – este Horacio, if you can shout out where we can find you, the Instagram, all that good stuff. So Instagram, La Cantina Brewing Company, Facebook, La Cantina Brewing Company, downtown Salinas, 165 Main Street. Um, this <laughs> Friday, we'll be doing our, our soft uh, weekend opening. Okay. Starting at 4, mm -hmm. you know, 4 to 11, and then Saturday 11 to 11, and Sunday 10 to 6. 
Nice. And then will you be open uh, all next week from Tuesday to through our Friday, which will lead up to our grand opening the 21st. Okay. Oh, cool. So, so this come. episode will be out before your grand opening. Yeah, yeah. So everybody listening who is in our area, make sure to come out to our beautiful support. city of Salinas to support that. And definitely try the Sorchata Stout because I love the chocolate flavor yes. that comes through. I'm not a big stout drinker. Me That's neither. not my favorite. Mm-hmm. I like the fruity, fruity flavors. I like the sours. That's kind of what different. I gravitates towards. But this one is really, really delicious. Mm-hmm. So thank you so much for that. And I love that. I mean, I'm sure that everyone would assume this but it's a very full flavored like it's a full body i feel like this is like you know yeah it's a full body bins this, this is not like yeah <laughs> this no, is good. yeah this is gorgeous i really love the full flavor profile of this creo que uh, esta cerveza esta stout si no te gustan las stouts el hecho de que por nuestra cultura nos fascina la, la, la horchata exactamente yeah. nos da la bienvenida a este tipo de uh-huh. cerveza that's just the reason why I want to try it yes, yeah. Yeah. yes. so AKA. thank you so much y'all for coming on to our Muchísimas podcast gracias. we appreciate it welcome, Muchísimas right. gracias. we're so happy Tito, I know por platicar tanto español we para toda la raza que nos escucha por allá en México because we know we have all of our listeners allá muchísimas gracias and yeah Anything else you guys wanted to say before we sign off? No? Come and visit us. We'll see yes. y'all. We will see y'all in Old Town Salinas. Hasta la próxima. Adios, Nos cheers. vemos. Ciao. Bye.